guys. Sorry, I was going live. I thought I was, and I was not going to anyone, <laughs> which is just the beginning of all my technological challenges. So um, I just want to give you just a minute to jump back on. Sorry for those of you that I'm late. Um, Genesis is fast asleep, which is why baby girl is taking her evening nap. She's such a blessing. And some of these days when I go live, she'll probably be with me. So I hope you mamas can give me some grace. Um, but she's fast asleep right now, which is why I went live. These will be posted, these videos. I know like right now can be dinner time for some of you and a tough time for women to hop on. But these will be posted so you can watch them in the middle of the night, early in the morning, whatever works for you. And every day I will be trying to go live or I'll have some other leaders going live, but that content will also be posted so you can watch it um, whenever you have time. So no stress there. So I'm so excited. I hope you've marked your calendars. Tomorrow begins our 21 day fast that will lead up to Women of Fire. Um, this fast is about more than Women of Fire, and I'll be laying that out over the next 21 days, and I'm gonna even prep you for that tonight. But I do think it's cool to start a fast together and to end it in a holy convocation type of gathering. Um, that is just how the fasts were done in the Bible, and that's how we're gonna do now. Women of Fire is more than a conference. It is a holy convocation. It's a gathering time where we sound the alarm in the spirit and the daughters of God come together to hear from the Lord and seek him together. And so we are not just going to come to the table um, disconnected in the spirit. We're not going to come to the table carrying baggage. We're not coming to the table walking in our flesh, but we're going to prepare our hearts. So when this holy convocation happens, we come to the table ready to eat in our spirits and ready to flow with what God is saying. While you're hopping on, I also want to point out, I thought this was awesome. One of our speakers for Women of Fire is Jennifer LeClaire. She's no stranger to our house. Some of you have heard her before. She is phenomenal, operates in such a great power of deliverance and is a preacher of the word. And she gets to be back with us this year. Someone sent me one of her posts and I did not realize she is also starting a 21 day fast tomorrow. That'll be ending right before Women of Fire. So I just think that's cool when we see Kingdom Alive alignment coming uh, without us having to even announce it. The Lord was already speaking even to her. So I challenge you, uh, follow her through social media. See what she's saying over the next 21 days also because God has put this on her heart and she'll be here with us at the end of the fast. So I'm going to go ahead and jump on and those of you that get on late, you can go back and catch up because I want to get this out before Genesis wakes up. I've missed you ladies. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe and healthy and whole. Wow, so much has happened since Women of Fire last year. I am just baffled at what has happened in our nation and the world around us. And if there's ever a time as mothers, wives, women of God, we should be seeking the Lord for our families and our future. It's right now. The nation needs us. The world needs us. Um, and I was just reflecting on last year's taking off our makeup and, and all that the Lord did as we fasted and saw him together and we saw the fruit of our prayers. And I know that this year we will also see the fruit of our prayers. So um, this is not necessarily a teaching. I'll be doing that over the next 21 days. This is fasting prep. It's going to be a very surface level way to get you ready for this fast. Um, you can always dive online to find more materials on fasting. Um, there's some wonderful things out there. Jensen Franklin always has awesome teaching on fasting. Michael Dow has wonderful 
teaching on fasting, but I'm just trying to, to get us all on the same page. So this will be surface level. So I'm just going to answer basic questions about why in the world we are doing this, if you're asking yourself. So question number one, why do we fast? So this could take a whole book to answer, but I just want to give you a simplistic answer like I give my children. We fast not so that we can move God, not so that we can manipulate God, not because we're going to change God's mind about his love or his care for us. We fast to move ourselves. Fasting is not about moving God. Fasting is about moving you. The key word anytime you enter into a fast is alignment. Fasting is about getting into alignment. Alignment number one of the heart. Fasting is about purging our heart of conflicting ideas, conflicting ambition and distractions, and our heart becoming one with the Lord. It's taking concentrated time to seek the Lord and make sure that our heart is not being led by our flesh, but that our heart is being led by the Spirit. So an alignment of heart. Um, I would say it's also an alignment of spiritual hearing and spiritual vision. Um, I've taught this before, but I'm going to say it again. It's like a radio station. And I don't even know how many of you still listen to the radio in the car. But I can turn the knob of that dial in my car and tune into any radio station that is active and playing music. And I tune in and I listen. And then when I'm done listening, I can turn it off or I can turn to another station. But when I move away from that station, the music doesn't stop playing. The station doesn't cease to exist. If I'm listening to Power of Prayer with Dr. Danielle Wright, who is also going to be a woman of fire, and I turn it off, it doesn't mean Power of Prayer stops playing. Um, it just means I have disconnected from the frequency. And fasting is about getting on the frequency of heaven. It's about about figuring out what God is saying. We are so bombarded by the earthly realm. Our ears are bombarded. Our eyes are bombarded with what's happening on the earthly realm. And fasting is about kind of tuning out the earthly realm and finding out what the frequency of heaven is saying, getting on the frequency of God. It's like fine tuning of that radio station to what God is saying um, and not turning it off for an extended period of time. And this time it's 21 days. And so I want you to be able to hear what God is saying. I want you to be able to see what God is seeing. And fasting is about making intentional effort to disengage from the distractions of the flesh. Your flesh will always be an enemy of your spirit. And until we are truly saved one day and in our glorified body, we will always wrestle our flesh. And so flesh will run interference with what is happening on a spiritual level. It will disrupt spiritual frequency. The flesh will run interference with emotional chaos and distraction and desire. And so fasting is really about telling the flesh to shut up, that in this moment, you are not steering the ship. And I, I don't wanna hear what you have to say. I am tuning my spirit man into the frequency of heaven. So remember this, what you feed grows and what you starve dies. That's a principle of the kingdom. And so fasting is about actually taking some of the comfort away from our flesh 
to remind our flesh, you are not our God. To remind our flesh, I am more than the flesh that covers my body. Devin Wallace is a spirit being. And Devin Wallace's spirit man is what is in control. And it's voluntarily denying the flesh to take away the steering wheel that so many of us are controlled by and, and, and giving that to the spirit. So that is why, in a nutshell, we are fasting together over the next 21 days. So you say, Pastor Devin, I kind of get why we're fasting, but why now? Why do we start tomorrow on the first day of September? Why are we doing 21 days? Why now? And I'm so glad you asked. So number one, um, it is preparation for Women of Fire. And I'll say it again, Women of Fire is much more than a conference. Please disengage from the trendy carnal mentality of church conference to church conference. I love you all and I would love to entertain you at a conference, but that is not why we invest blood, sweat, and tears into Women of Fire. Women of Fire is not just another conference to attend. I believe it is a God-ordained time of gathering for the daughters of God in what the Old Testament would call a holy convocation. It is time that the Spirit is drawing the body together into an assembly to seek Him together in unity and hear from heaven. Um, and holy convocations happened all the time in Scripture, and I would categorize women of fire as that. That's why I take it so seriously. It's more than Devin Wallace wanting to do a trendy women's conference. Nobody has time for that. It is a time that I believe God wants to speak to the daughters of God. And we have always strategically done it at the end of August or September for a reason. Now is an important season to seek the Lord and hear from Him. So right now, why are we fasting now? Number one, preparation for our upcoming conference. Number two, wow, the earth is shaking right now. The earth is groaning for the revelation of the sons and daughters of God. So much is transpiring at, transpiring around us. Um, this time of fasting is about shaking the church um, into its position of authority and intercession and declaration. It's about taking our keys of binding and loosing in the earth. There is no off-season in the kingdom. And ladies, this is not an off-season for us as wives, as mothers, and as women of influence in the kingdom. The earth needs the daughters of God to intercede and rise up and declare the word of the Lord. And right now, with what's shaking in our nation, what's shaking in the Middle East, and I'll be talking about that through the 21 days, the Lord spoke at a Tuesday prayer to me that the Middle East was in the middle of what he's doing right now on the earth, and there's so much shaking over there. We need to be on our A game in the spirit. And we don't have time for this flesh to distract us or weigh us down. God needs an army, a remnant that is on its A game. And so that's kind of what we're doing. We're coming into a season of conditioning for all my coaches out there. When your team's getting ready to start playing and going to tournaments, you take them through an intense season of conditioning to get their bodies in shape. And this 21 days of fasting that we're doing right here in September, think of it as conditioning conditioning in the spirit. Like, hey, it's time to get on the playing field and I've got to get my spirit man in shape. I want to be on my A game for the Lord. And then lastly, why now? This is so exciting. It is the, the Jewish New Year. So I know in the American church, uh, we fast a lot in January and I even do that. There's nothing wrong with that. We are in a different culture and we have a different calendar and that's totally fine. But just like we take January 
to seek the Lord to set our year in order, I want you to know on the Jewish calendar, on God's calendar, September is like January. September is the beginning of the year. And so I always seek the Lord in January, but there's something special, I believe, that shifts over uh, the, the global church um, and shifts over Israel itself, which is the heartbeat of the church, in the month of September, just like it does in your own life in January. And we give a lot of focus to seeking the Lord and making New Year's resolutions and making goals in January. But my goal is to turn the Bride of Christ to the focus of September, knowing that as this fall season comes upon us and the seasons change, there is a wind of change happening in the spirit and we wanna prepare our hearts. And so I wanna point this out. Um, Now, some of you go to our church, Some of you do not. Some of you are pastors and leaders of other churches. Uh, But our church does like a fast the first three days of every month. It's actually the first Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of every month. And what is so cool, right in the middle of our 21-day fast, Monday, September 6th, through Wednesday, September 8th. And for all my RTTN folks, this is actually our regularly scheduled fast for September. That is actually Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. That's the first three days of the Jewish calendar of the new year. And that will be the birth of year 5782, and we'll get into that later. So you are going to be fasting in alignment with all of Israel for the birthing of the new year. And that will begin uh, begin Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then right after that, and I'm downloading a bunch of stuff I'll unpack later. But the first day of Rosh Hashanah, again, which is Monday, September 6th, For 10 days after that, it's called the 10 days of awe. And we'll talk about what that means. It's a time of self-examination and introspection. And then it ends with Yom Kippur, which is a high holy holiday. It's the day of atonement. So what's exciting is beginning this fast tomorrow and going for the next 21 days puts you right smack in the middle of all of these back-to-back Jewish special holidays that will be taking place. And so I am so excited to to be in alignment, not just with what God is doing personally in my life, but this fast is beyond us personally, ladies. It is moving to a global perspective for the kingdom church as a whole, and we are coming into alignment. So as you fast, don't just think about women of fire. Think about it as a fast to set the whole next year for your life, for your family, for your ministry, for your business. This is your New Year's fast for the next 21 days. So now uh, the last question, we're almost there, is how am I going to fast? So I know why I'm fasting. I know why I'm fasting now. But how am I going to fast the next 21 days? Well, I have never, ever... um, tried to be the fasting police. I have been very careful to ever mandate a particular fast. Everybody is, has a different grace on their life. They're in a different place. Lots of people have medical issues and I am not here to condemn or shame. Fasting is about the heart and it's about yielded obedience to the Lord. Remember, obedience is greater than sacrifice. So if the Lord tells you to fast one item, and the Lord tells another person to fast all food, both of them are on the same spiritual yielded level of obedience. 
One is not more spiritual than the other because they sacrifice more. It's all about what the Lord speaks to you. So I do believe some of you are at a place, God may require you to do a full fast or a liquid fast for 21 days, uh, but God may not speak that to everyone. Not all of us can, can retreat away. Some of us have demanding jobs, families. I get it, and I'm not here to condemn. I am telling you, you seek the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord will give you instructions. And whatever He asks you to do, He will give you grace. That's what's so cool about God. When He requires something of us, He gives us the grace and the ability to do it at the same time. He's, he like majorly gives us life hacks. Even in fasting, He makes it easy for us. So if God speaks to you to fast something, you've never fasted before, don't be afraid. Don't get anxious. Trust that God will give you grace. And so I want you to seek the Lord about what to fast, but I'm going to give you some recommendations. I'm going to be transparent and share what I'm going to do on my fast. And that's not a mandate for you, but it is a suggestion for those of you who are like, I don't really know what to do. So why don't you just jump in with me until God gives you instructions? So number one um, in this what to fast and how to fast, a 21 day fast is most commonly associated with the Daniel fast of scripture. Um, Daniel actually had two fasts. <laughs> People don't always notice this, but one time he fasted 10 days, and that's when he and the Hebrew boys refused to eat the meat of the king's table. They did not want to come into divine covenant with the culture they were in, and so they refused to eat the king's meat. They ate vegetables and drank water, and at the end of the 10 days, they were stronger than all the other young men who ate the delicacies of the king's table. That's a 10-day Daniel fast. Then there was a 21-day Daniel fast where he was at the side of the river seeking the Lord for his nation, and he did not eat any uh, sweet meat or any delicacies at that point either. It was a little different, but he was seeking the Lord for 21 days for his nation. And at the end of that 21 days, an angel of the Lord comes to him with a word that we are still living out the prophetic words that Daniel received from that 21-day fast. And the angel said, I heard you the first time you prayed, but for 21 days, I have been contending in the atmosphere in angelic warfare. And we find out then that Daniel was contending for a word over his nation. And, and that might be where some of us are right now. I actually believe this 21-day fast is not not just about us personally. I believe God has given this women of fire movement the grace and the anointing to shift nations. Women of Fire from its inception was always about the nations of the earth. So do not doubt your authority as you pray and fast over the next 21 days. It just takes one person, man or woman of faith, to have the key to shift the destiny of a nation. The Bible is full of those stories. And daughters of God, you have been given the grace of an anointing and a key to shift a nation. And so I do believe this is a Daniel fast, but I wanna go a little further than what I've ever done or taught for a 21 day fast. So you can hop in the word, you can read about Daniel's 21 day fast. If you want to fast the same items Daniel did, that's great. You be led by the Lord. We are definitely fasting for our nation. Um, but I'm just gonna tell you what the Lord downloaded to me I will unpack it over the next couple days if this is too much to catch um, in just a few moments. Um, but the number 21, here we are, we're gonna jump into numbers and we'll be doing that over the next few days. Numbers have meaning 
to God and to the earthly realm. Numbers say messages. Numbers are important. They carry not only numerical value, they carry spiritual weight. And that number 21, this is how the Lord broke it down for me. 21 is actually three sets of seven. For those of you who learn your factors and your multiplication facts, three times seven or seven times three is 21. 21 is made up of two of the most powerful numbers in scripture, two of the most powerful spiritual numbers. And so I want you to look at this 21 day fast and I want to break it up into three sets of seven. So you're going to focus on two numbers, three and seven. I'm going to hit them surface level tonight and then we'll dive into them as the Lord gives more revelation. But just surface level, number three and number seven have one thing in common. They are both the number of completeness. This is good news for us. We are about to enter a fast of completion. So those of you that are close to me and you know me, I have an obsession with completing things. And I believe it's a God-given obsession. I do not like to leave tasks undone. And I just have good news that I want to just prophesy over you before we begin the first day of this fast. Your God is a God of completion. And He wants to complete some things He began in you. I immediately thought of Philippians 1 and 6 and it says, I am confident of this. He who began a good work in you will carry it on unto completion and to perfection until the day of Jesus Christ. So I just want to stay right now at the beginning. I believe that the Lord has breathed a grace on this 21-day fast to release completion over some things in your life. Either some things the Lord spoke that you have not seen yet, or some things that have been in process and have been in motion in your life that have not completed yet. In this 21 days of fasting, I believe we're going to tune into the frequency of heaven and there's going to be a, an anointing release to complete some things on a personal level and over this nation. There are words over this nation that the Lord is burning in his heart to complete. And I believe our, our prayers will just really bulldoze over every hindrance and delay that the enemy has tried to bring in the work of the Lord over your life, over the nations of the earth. And we're going to see a release of seven and three, which are numbers of completion. Three is the number of perfection also. It's the trinity. It's the, the number of perfect unity. And if our nation is ever in need of unity, it's now. If the kingdom, the body of Christ, is has ever been in the need of the flow of unity, it's right now. And so if seven is a number of completion and three is a number of perfect unity, then as we fast, we are completing the work of perfect unity over the church and over your life. And we're going to be praying that over the next 21 days. Father, we're sick of the division. We are sick of the disunity. We are sick of a fragmented church. And we are ready for you to complete the unity that Jesus prayed in one of his last prayers before the cross when he said, Father, make them one as you and I are one. And we are going to drive this spirit of division right out of our homes, right out of our churches. And I believe once we evict it from the church, we'll have the authority to evict it from our nation. And so this number of perfect unity in this 21 day fast, we're going to declare it seven times because it's 
three times seven, which means completion of the work of perfect unity. The number three also means new life. And I don't want to ruin any surprises about Women of Fire, but I just came out of our school's immersion that we had with our schools of ministry, both for the kids and the adults. And the Lord just really released a prophetic word and a grace for new life and new beginning, for realignment. Um, and this number three is actually a number of new life. The number seven is actually the number of creation. So when God brought order to the earth, he did it in seven days. When he brought kingdom dominion to the earth, he did it in seven days. So three is a number of new life. Seven is a number of order and creation and kingdom alignment. And so I believe over this next 21 days of fasting, the Lord is going to bring some of you full circle to a beginning, a new beginning, a beginning of new life, a fresh start where the chaos and the order, the disorder you've been operating in, God's going to bring it right back into order, a recreated Genesis moment where he restores kingdom dominion in your life. See, sin brought chaos into the garden and brought chaos into to the earth. And some of us, we've missed the will of God, or we participated in sin, or we've doubted the word of the Lord, and we've invited chaos into our destiny, into our homes. And I'm here to tell you in this 21-day fast, God is about to release a new fresh beginning, new life over you, over your house. And he is going to bring kingdom order, a Genesis moment, and get that chaos out of our lives. And I believe as he does it in the church, he's going to do it in our nation. America needs a Genesis moment. We need to be reestablished and, and, and go back to the beginning of why we were brought into existence to begin with. And we need kingdom order brought back to this nation. And so that's part of this three sets of seven that we are fasting. And then I think this is really awesome. Are you ready for some a little bit of a theological teaching? The number three in scripture, when something is said three times, and this happens several times in scripture, the most prominent example is when uh, they're talking about the throne room of heaven, and they said that holy, holy, holy is being cried out before the Lord. They circle the Lord day and night crying, holy, holy, holy. And it says the word holy three times. It could have said it seven times, ten times, or two times. It said it three times. And that's called an emphatic Semitic triplet. And that is a fancy way of saying it means it's intense. Anytime something is said three times, it's intense. When Jesus looked at Peter and said, Peter, do you love me? And he asked him a second time, Peter, do you love me? And then the third time Jesus says, Peter, do you love me? It's an intense question. Jesus is asking Peter with an intense answer, the call of Peter's life. So what are you trying to say, Devin? We're about to do a fast for 21 days. It is three sets of seven. It is the word completion said three times. It's the work of completion done three times. It's a new beginning of kingdom order 
done three times, meaning this is about to be an intense season in the kingdom. And what God is about to do in your life over the next 21 days, his voice is about to become intense. His glory is about to become intense. That's why we have uh, titled Women of Fire. We gave it the theme Tsunami. It's not just a wave. We are praying for wave after wave of his glory, but we are praying for the most intense wave that you can have on planet earth. And that is a tsunami. And so I just release an intense, concentrated move of the spirit of the Lord over your life as we fast 21 days. And the Lord is saying a message of completion and new beginning three times. So if, if you were with me, I would say shout intensity in the name of Jesus. And so I, I want to just end with this. This is how we're going to look at it. We're going to talk about everything I just spit out over the next 21 days. But let me break that down into something practical. We have defined our fast as 21 days and broken it down to three sets of seven. And so I want you to fast in three sets of seven. This is going to be fun and interesting. And you may never have fasted like this before. Instead of just doing 21 days of the same fast in order to bring emphasis to the number three and the number seven, which is what I feel like the Lord is prophetically declaring as we seek him. I want us to emphasize those two numbers by taking our 21 day fast and breaking it down into three sets of seven. What's that mean, Pastor Devin? I want you to do seven days of a fast, then I want you to transition. Do seven days of a fast, then I want you to transition, and then do seven days of a fast. Now, some of you, this may stress you, but I promise it's just three transitions in your 21-day fast. Some of you, this is a beautiful starting moment in a fast because to do something for 21 days can be very difficult. You get to do it in, in seven-day periods. And, and what you may not think you can do for 21 days, I bet you can do for seven. And I want you to pray um, and ask the Lord, God, what do you want me to do for the next seven days starting tomorrow? And you're going to fast that one cycle of completion and new beginning and establishment of kingdom order for, for one seven-day period. And then guess what? We're going to hit it again. And you're going to start a new fast. And I'll remind you for the next seven days saying, I'm declaring the same message of seven again. And then we're going to hit it a third time. And you're going to shift your fast and you're going to show I am doing this again because I am declaring it three times. I am bringing intensity to this message over my life and over our nation. And I am bringing intensity to my prayers and the presence of God in my life. We're going to say seven, three times. So I'll explain it more if I have confused you. All you need to focus on now is we start tomorrow at sunup. Fasting starts. When the sun hits the sky, whatever God has told you to give up, you're going to have to let it go. And I just want you to focus on what God is asking you to give up for the next seven days. And as you're fasting that seven-day period, you can ask him what he's going to ask you to give up the next seven days. If it's total food, 
go for it. Um, if it's partial food, I, I was just going to throw out some suggestions, practical ones. So we have a school of ministry and I have students as young as kindergarten. And we don't usually get an intense fast until they're like middle and high school. But we just came out of a fast um, with our, one of our ministry teams and um, because I was about to take them um, on a series of ministry trips. And, you know, they're students and they're active and a full fast is hard for them. So the Lord gave us some really creative ways that they could engage in fasting in a way that they could accomplish with confidence by the grace of God. Some of you may want to follow this pattern. So this is not Devin saying, thus saith the Lord. This is just suggestions. And so we did a series of three fasts um, and, and we gave up items that we could look at as a spiritual symbol of what we were praying for. For example, we did seven days and we gave up all bread. Why? Because Jesus is the bread of life. And we decided in that seven days, our flesh didn't need bread. Our spirit needed bread. And we needed Jesus. We needed the word. And we replaced bread with the word of God. We also declared the scripture, Jesus is at the woman, uh, is visiting with the woman at the well. And his disciples come to him and say, Jesus, aren't you hungry? You haven't eaten. And he said, I have meat that you don't even know of. My meat is to do the will of him who sent me. So the next seven days, we switched from bread and we gave up meat because meat is about doing the will of the Lord. So the first seven days we said, we're giving up bread. We want the word of God. We want the bread of life. We are hungry for Jesus. The next seven days we said, we're going to give up meat because Jesus said we could eat of meat that the world didn't know of and that the meat was to do the will of the Father. And for seven days, we prayed for the alignment of God's will in our life and in our ministry. And we didn't eat any meat. Now we could eat bread then. So we, we did no bread for seven days and we could eat meat. Then the next seven days we could eat bread, but we gave up meat. And then the last time frame, and I think these were only three days for the girls, not seven. Um, we drank only water. Now we ate food. I did not mean a water only fast, but I, I know some of you will have the grace to do that. But we ate food, but for all of our beverages, we gave up coffee, tea, soft drinks, lemonade, all of those wonderful, pleasurable drinks, we gave them up. And these little chickadees drank water for that time period, which would be seven days, because water represents the spirit. It represents the purity of the flow of the spirit. God said that out of our belly, Jesus said rivers of living water would flow. And we wanted living water to flow in our lives. We also talked about how water Water detoxes us. The spirit purifies us. And we use that time to detox our body and drink clean living water that would cleanse our body. So this is not something you have to do, but that's a really powerful way to remind yourself of the word of the Lord and do a fast that is what I call a functional fast, meaning I have to function in life. I have to go to work. I cannot do a full fast right now, but these are items you can give up and I promise you, your flesh will suffer, but your body will not go into shock. You will not, not be able to function at work. Um, and so I just wanted to throw those suggestions out if some of you are having a hard time deciding what to fast. So I will end with this and then I will see you tomorrow. Um, always fast with accountability. Um, I know there have been times the Lord has asked me to fast alone as some of you, and that's fine, but there is so much strength 
when we do this together as a body. There's so much accountability. Um, there's, it's just easier when you know you're not suffering alone. On those days, your, your flesh is craving and tired and weak. Sometimes we just find comfort in knowing someone else is with us in the same boat and you have someone to talk to and you have someone to share what God is saying with. And we can't possibly do that as individuals on this group. But I want to remind you, last year we did the groups of seven. Remember, we had our own menorahs. We did our seven candlesticks um, on, the, on the candle stand. And you had groups of seven that you would pray with. Um, and that would be awesome. Maybe you want to revive that same group of seven. Maybe you want to find another seven. If you can't find seven, maybe some of you don't have seven friends, find two. Find just one other person um, that will be your accountability partner and your fasting buddy. Someone that you can say, hey, let's just share every day how we're feeling. Let's send a text and say what God is saying. Maybe we can pray together. Uh, you will find strength if you don't do this alone. And it's even more powerful when you can yoke up with someone who is fasting the same thing you are. Uh, you'll find strength in that. So maybe your group of seven or two or three can fast the same thing. Um, so let's recap. We are fasting because we want to get in alignment with the will of the Father. If I could do an object lesson right now, I wish I could take you to my kitchen. I would take a cup and I would put it under the faucet and I would turn the faucet on and I would watch that cup be filled with water. I could move the cup just slightly to the right and the same water would be flowing, but the cup would be empty and dry. Okay, God is always talking. He is always moving. He is always pouring out his spirit. Some of us are just a little out of alignment and we're dry and we're empty. And fasting is not about making the water come out of the faucet. God is pouring out his spirit. He's been pouring it out since the book of Acts. It's about us moving our spirit into alignment with the outpouring. That's why. Why are we fasting now? September is the birth of the Jewish New Year of God's calendar. And Rosh Hashanah is coming up Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And, and the Days of All and Yom Kippur, all of these awesome high holy days. And we are going to fast in alignment with what is happening, happening globally in the church. And then how are we going to fast? We're fasting 21 days. It is three sets of seven. We're going to declare the number seven three times to make it intense. And I'm asking you to, to fast in three cycles of seven beginning tomorrow. So pray tonight. When the sun rises, you start your first seven days. And then I'll remind you as we enter into the next cycle of seven days. And make sure you mark your calendar that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday during your fasting and prayer is Rosh Hashanah. And you'll want to stay in tune with the Spirit and what God is doing during those times. So I love you all. I am so excited you are seeking the Lord with me. And I will be back on here tomorrow. And for the next 21 days, you're going to hear from many women of fire. And I'm so excited to come into unity with you as we seek the Lord. So I'm going to pray a simple prayer of grace because we're going to all need it. And then we are done for the night. Father, 
I pray for grace over every member of this group now as we enter into a 21-day fast, not because we just woke up and decided it, because God, you are calling us to it. And Lord, what you call us to do, you equip us for. And so right now, Father, we step out of our own ability and we step into the grace and ability that you provide to us by the Holy Spirit. And I declare every woman right now, fasting anxiety leaves, fasting fear doubts, and we stand in confidence that the Lord is with us. Lord, help us right now to tell our flesh, you have lost the steering wheel for the next 21 days. Flesh, you are not in control. Flesh, you are not the loudest voice we're going to hear in the morning, and you're not the loudest voice we'll hear at night. We are tuning in to the frequency of heaven. And Father, I just pray over these women of God that you will open their eyes for spiritual vision. You will open their ears for spiritual hearing. Lord, that they will have dreams in this 21 days of fasting. They will see visions. Lord, while they're doing laundry, while they're at work, while they're changing diapers, Holy Spirit, you will invade their space and that they will be able to tune into the frequency of heaven and hear what you're saying to them both personally and to to the global church. Let us come into alignment and let our cup not only be filled, but I declare overflow in the name of Jesus. We give you these next 20 days and we give you permission to wreck our lives in a way that is positive and align us, God, with the kingdom dominion you have placed within us. And Father, we do cover our holy convocation coming up with women of fire and we are so excited. God, we pray alignment over that entire weekend. We don't want just a conference schedule. We want heaven schedule. And we pray over every speaker, over every session, over every musician. Lord, let it be a divine tsunami of your glory from the very first, first moment until our last session together. We decree it and we declare it. And I pray rest over these women tonight and courage as they begin seeking you tomorrow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all.